Hello, hi everyone. How are you today? It's a clear, bright, and sunny day where I am. And I know that I just released a podcast episode just a couple of days ago, but I am recording one uh, right away now to give you a double treat because I know that there was this lack of time between the one previous to this one. And I also told you that I am concurrently writing some articles for an online community. So I just want to make sure that you as my audience, I push you up and I bring you up to speed as well. I don't want you to get too lagging behind the current things that God is showing the Christians. And I feel like it's important for all of us to know that is why I want to make sure that you keep up to speed with what my community are learning. Is that okay? I know that you are hungry people for God. I know that you are so hungry for God that the more you listen, the more you want to know more about Him and what He is doing in these ages. And in this episode, I want to address a recent phenomenon that I see and I observed. Remember a couple of episodes ago, we were talking about the old wine and the new wine. And I see a shift coming into the community that I am a part of. This season, more than in the past seasons, I am seeing a great volume increase in the number of people who come from the church background or what we traditionally call the old wine. And I believe that these are the ones that are sifted out by God in the old wine shaking. Because I told you that God is doing a new thing starting with His church. The physical church that exists in the world today, anything that is not right, that have evolved over the years of man-made but not of God, and is no longer fit for purpose for the new that God is going to move us into. You know, I think that many of us have a preconceived notion of revivers based on our reading of past revivers, of great revivers that happened in the past history, like the Azusa Street revivers or the Toronto Blessing revival. And we think that the next revival is going to be the same. It's going to give us the same vibes, the same methods. But I've got news for you. The news is our God is not old and static. It's not He's got no other tricks up His sleeve. Why do you confine God's revival to your past understanding? So the revivals of the old, they were perfectly appropriate for the needs of that age. But now we are moving into the last ages. The conditions are going to be more difficult, more stressful, different from what humanity has experienced from Genesis up to now. Surely the type of revival that is needed to build the type of the end days church that is needed to stand in this last season is going to be different as well. 
And based on my observation, I saw a lot of displaced people. Like literally, they are physically. It's not a vision. They are really coming into our community, searching for God, telling us how and what they experience in church that could not satisfy them and even hurt them. In fact, I am just amazed at the way that so many of this coming out from the old wine churches, coming out, pouring out, searching for God because of the displacement and the shaking. Pardon me, but I'm just too excited, and I just rattled off in the beginning. And also, there's one more thing that um, there is a problem with my mic. My old mic has died, and so I'm using like an interim one. So I do apologize for the static. Still waiting for the proper mic to be fixed or get a replacement. So please bear with me on that. Let me just try to come down and say what I want to say、um, calmly. So, based on our discussions, our sharings, and visions that、uh, myself and others have from God, there are a few salient points, very outstanding points that struck me as God is teaching us about this topic. That I feel like it is timely that I share with you. I do want to give a caveat: is that this shaking of the churches and the displacement and the reshuffling and the reallocation into the right places, positions, ah,、uh, for the future years movement. This is still ongoing. It is still evolving. By all means, God is still teaching me. I do not have the. Holistic and the whole mature, complete view on it. I am just like a reporter reporting to you as it's happening. So、um, I hope that you will be okay with me doing that. And over the months, as these things get pushed out more and it gets more mature,、um, we may learn and understand better than we do now. Okay, I hope that's fine with you. So what I'm going to share with you next is the experiences and the feedback that I hear from Christians that have come out of these churches. There are some discussion points that I want to share with you. When I ask you the question, you listeners, I'm asking you, who has been hurt by Christians before? Who has been hurt by the church institutions before? And you have been hurt because you have not gotten your needs met. The church have not stepped up in a way that can address your needs. That's why you are floundering. That's why you were disappointed. That's why you gave up on them. That's why you went somewhere else to look for salvation. That through the man-made actions of fallible Christian men and women and churches, created a negative impression of the true God, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 
I hope that I am not coming across as being too harsh, because that is not my intention. And I understand that we are all human, whether we are Christians or not, and offenses do occur. But what I want to say is, the bottom line is, if we truly believe that we are Christians and our God is the God of heaven and earth, then as the true body of Christ, we are falling short and showing the true image of our God. Let me just share with you some of the discussion points that were brought up by different Christians who experience different things. Just let me share with you some of them. So those who have been hurt by church institutions, they talk about the worship and the idolization of some pastors who are treated as mini-celebrities and everyone in the church is trying to get in the good books of the pastors. And some other people shared about the competition that is in the church that is similar to competition in the workplace or in politics. The backstabbing or the gossiping, the unspoken rules. And how about if you are immersed in the church culture, the keeping up of the image that you are a good Christian, that you are holy, And how about the secret attitudes that some may hold that they want to be recognized for Christianity? You want to lead but out of recognition, loving power and influence more than God? How about just accepting certain things in church because they were done always this way but who created them this way did God say or is it some men say or history say or tradition say? And if anyone does not follow the unspoken rules, are they ostracized? Is there manipulation and control at a very subtle way? that we don't recognize, but is not what God would do. These are none of my own experiences. Thank God that He protected me from them, largely. And I tell you, it just breaks my heart and I feel no pleasure in saying all these things. The way that these Christians, they are affected and they are hurt and they are wounded in some way by what happened to them. And my heart breaks honestly because, first of all, we should not be doing this to each other. Second of all, we did not ask God to lead us in these matters. And third of all, we are just disgracing ourselves and being a laughing stock in the eyes of the world. They will see Christians, they can't get their act together. They do not see the divine wisdom, the divine strength. They do not see God reflected through the church that makes them think there is something about the Christian God that is different from the rest of the world. 
in power, in wisdom, in understanding, in revelations, in love. The next things that I'm sharing with you comes from an incident that was reported in the news, and God showed me the prophetic learnings that He want to point out to me. Through that incident that was reported in the news, God illustrated to me the differentiation and the coming out of the whole forming the true church of Christ, readying herself, the bride of Christ, to meet the challenges of the end day season. And God taught me that the current condition of the earthly churches are in slow motion. They are in slow motion. They will not be able to keep up with the accelerated changes that are coming in the future years. And God also showed me that the current churches are too attracted to the worldly pursuits. That they are too attracted to the worldly things that can be offered, like money, status, privilege, comfort, power, luxury. That they have not made God their priority. And through the same incident, God also showed me that as the agenda of those who are against Christianity rises in the world. Increasingly, the current old condition of the church will not be able to withstand that kind of onslaught. Therefore, God has to shake up His church. He has to shake up His churches before He can shake up the world. Discipline starts at the house of God, and therefore. All the old, prideful, man-made ways of church that are not of God is going to be challenged by God, stripped bare, revealed and exposed, because God is really challenging us to sift out who really loves Him, and who is really to commit themselves to Him for His work. And through the shaking, through the chaos that we still have to endure for a while, as it's in place, in motion, you know that the final outcome, after God has His way with us, will emerge: a purer church, a more disciplined church, a more loving church, a more dynamic church, a more powerful church, who is not afraid to speak up for God. To stand for God, to love for God, and who is more befitting to show the glory and the authenticity of God to a world that does not know Him. My friends, to those of you who have been offended by Christians or church before, I want to assure you. That we as humans have fallen short of the glory of God, but our true God is not like that. And those of you who are Christians among my listeners, I know 
that you are searching for God, the true God. Otherwise, you would not be wasting your time listening to so many of my podcasts. I want to let you know that God has seen your hurts. God knew what you went through. And there is a time that God will address you and all that you went through. Will you come with me on this journey, those of us who love God? And we know without a doubt that in the difficulties of the world, His power and His presence is even more magnified and more real to us. And because of the acts of God and the shaking of God, we have comfort that He is so dynamic and He is so strategic. My listeners, I do not know whether these things you are hearing for the first time or you have started hearing of it. But I want you to go away and think about what I've shared with you. Slowly walk with God through this and let Him show pieces to you so that you come to a fuller understanding of what God wants to do in these days. My precious listeners, I pray that the blood of Jesus will cover your minds and protect you and give you a clear light of the voice of God and what He wants to say to you. Thank you for spending your time with me. I love your company so much. And I love you because God loves you. Take care of yourself and your family until the next time we speak again. Your sister in Christ. Goodbye.